Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. June 26, 2022 was a devastating day for the Arlington Agricultural Research Station. That day, they had a barn fire and had a total loss of about $2 million. I'm Charity Seebecker from the Midwest Farm Report. Mike Peters, Agricultural Research Station Director, credits the multiple fire crews that responded quickly for not letting that loss go any further. Now, over a year later, things are on track to have the new building completed in the fall. Peters shares more about what they've gone through this past year in order to come back from such a great loss. You know, a year later, we took deep breath after we got all the smoke squelched and really did a good assessment of our equipment. Obviously, some things were aged that we lost in the fire. We really wanted to make sure we were strategic in replacing them. Using the State Bureau of Risk Management as our partners, we were able to have insurance pay for all of those items that were lost, strategically upgraded some things that were needed, other older equipment that no longer had research functions. We just took payouts on that equipment and applied it to better upgrades of equipment. So in some levels, we're in a a better place today than we were a year ago. Not that I would ever recommend anybody use a fire to, to do that. But when you take time to strategically think, you can sometimes end up in a better position. And we are better served today to serve our researchers from an equipment standpoint. How did you come back from this to really make up for that large loss? Building and equipment losses were well over $2 million. Anybody who's in the agriculture sector knows none of this stuff is cheap. With the tractors lost, semis, vehicles, as well as the implements and the feed and bedding that was stored in that shed, the losses were well over $2 million. All the equipment has been replaced with either like and kind or, again, like I mentioned earlier, just having some strategic upgrades where necessary. It's been difficult to procure equipment, really relied on a lot of just really good implement dealers in the state of Wisconsin to just share, hey, here's what we're looking for. And they've been just great partners to help us locate what we need and then helping us secure the pricing we need to make sure that we can get that equipment in and the state procurement system and get it working again for our researchers. Because at the end of the day, we're the research and development group for the agriculture sector of Wisconsin, and we want to have the right equipment to deliver that research outcomes to our our stakeholders in the state of Wisconsin. What hoops did you have to go through in terms of insurance or liabilities during this past year? Not as many as most people would think, but we are state entity, so there are bureaucratic hurdles. The building is not yet replaced just because there are systems and procedures in place for buildings in the state system. And we've worked through those. A contract has been awarded for that construction, and we are very optimistic that the building will be replaced this fall. Likewise, we do need to make assurances that we're being good stewards with taxpayers' money and ensuring that doing our bidding and our correct work to make sure that we're getting the equipment at the right cost. So we just can't go out and have a bag full of cash and buy something in the back alley. But I don't think any farmer in the state of Wisconsin is going to do that. Money is tight and everybody makes good do with what they have and they try to get the best bang for the buck. And we were no different in this case using good insurance funding to get high quality equipment to replace our needs. How does coming back from something like this differ for you being a research facility versus maybe just a commercial grower out there? Probably the biggest difference for us being a research entity is 
some of the equipment is very specialized, set up for very specific research needs. We couldn't just ask a neighbor to do a harvest or we couldn't necessarily just ask for a contract grower or something to come in and do something because the equipment needs to be very specific to our research needs. Other than that, though, I think it would be very typical to what, you know, anybody, when they go through the struggle and the gut-wrenching loss of a facility fire, you know, securing that equipment, finding it, we're still finding that all equipment is tight as far as the supply chains. So securing that stuff is difficult, and that would be very similar to what all of our colleagues out in the private industry are experiencing as well. What advice would you give for others who maybe are going through something similar to that situation, other farmers who have fire loss and now have to kind of rebuild? My first piece of advice is always have good inventory. Uh, We were very fortunate that one of our uh, supervisors here at Arlington Station had gone through and done a really detailed inventory. So we knew exactly night of the fire, we were able to actually report right to the fire department. Here's what's in the building. Here's what we know is there. And we could easily start with insurance the next day with saying, here's what we think was lost. And we're relatively certain this list is pretty inclusive. So just good inventories, hours on equipment, the age of the equipment, all the details you can have in a file, the quicker you can get that to an adjuster, the quicker they're able to turn around and and help you get recovered from these incidents. You know, otherwise, uh, accidents and unfortunate things happen. And again, you just, after you can catch your breath after something really catastrophic like this, figuring out how you take the next step forward and be strategic is always the key. Just taking that moment of pause and saying, yeah, we just got a whole lagoon full of manure here and this is kind of stinky, but let's make it some good fertilizer and grow some good things out of this. So that's that's the outcome we all strive for every day in the agricultural sector. All of our 12 agricultural research stations across the state, we're continually, continually looking as the College of Agriculture and Life Sciences, how we strategically help our stakeholders in the state of Wisconsin and beyond. We live and breathe the Wisconsin idea and that's our goal is to continue to share that knowledge. Things that are you know just emerging continue is just big data and how do we make sure that we have connectivity at all of our stations to make sure that the drones that are flying and taking you know terabytes of data of images how do we move that data to campus so it can be analyzed efficiently looking at our uh, dairy researchers using images of cattle again billions of terabytes of data that are just being generated because of all these photos and it's the next generation of research and that's our goal here at the stations is to make sure that we're servicing those researchers and having that connectivity, as well as just precision agriculture. We can't be meeting the needs of 2030s agricultural sector if we're still trying to do things with, you know, the 2000s level equipment. So we want to be forward looking and making strategic investments to make sure that we're helping Wisconsin farmers be successful for years to come. That was Mike Peters, Agricultural Research Station Director. To learn more about the research station, go to arlington.ars.wisc.edu. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.